0: Nate, host of the longest running podcast that combines magic, life stories, and humor, hosted right. by two guys that I don't know wear glasses and live in the New England area. That is true. And I am, jo- I am joined, as always, by my co host Tony. I just wanted to make sure that that was truthful, that statement. That's all. Well, most places don't combine magic and humor or magic and life stories, we combine all three. Yes, but there are other ones that do combine all three that have probably been running longer than us. Mm. So I needed to make sure we were more specific. 67 episodes. So that episodes we wasn't a lie. lot.
1: 67 episodes is a lot. Of from episodes.
0: the New England area who are both men who wear glasses. And beards. Area. And beards and beards yes and bawling. if you want to find us on the web i'm darth <laughs> heretic and tony is at mtg t- underscore tony if you don't want to find us on the web but happen to be online and bored you can always head over to patreon.com slash filthy podcast really? and see if really? the stuff you've been missing out on you won't even have to interact with us if you don't want to that is the earliest patreon pitch in the history of the show what are you doing Well, you know, Tony, I just read what you wrote, and I get worried that sometimes new people (laughs) might listen to your intros and shut off the podcast before we get to the pitch. I figured I'd cut you off at the pass and get in there before you ruin another listener's day. Wow. Rude.
1: (laughs) Wow. Okay, well, you know, boy, oh boy, do we have an exciting episode planned for you today. We're going to start off with our FND 101, where hopefully we find out that Nate didn't get COVID and die. Then we are moving on to Casual Upgrades, a segment to help us all get a little better at magic. Then we'll move on to any magic news that may have happened over this week. And we're going to finish it off with, of course, deck lists. What is breaking ground in the new different metas this week? So, Nate, what would you do this week? FND 101? Me?
0: Yeah. Um, I didn't really do much. I guess the only thing I really did was... I had to find a magic card. That's my like. It, it sounds crazy. You know, there's websites find... where you can find any magic card. Just about. Yes, I know, but I owned this magic card. Yeah, yeah. I bought yeah. I bought that new Jared Commander deck, the new all color Commander deck. Okay, yep. Yeah, the rainbow, I'm sure. Yeah, the painbow, it's called. Yeah, yeah and I exactly. wanted to, <laughs> I wanted to make some adjustments to it. And as I'm looking through it, I'm like, what I need, what I need for this deck is Crobat. That old Apocalypse creature with five different things, that was my very sure. first command. Don't you assure me? That was my very first commander. Like, one of my very first commanders was a Chromac commander with, like, all of the dragon legends in it. Before I made it a dragon deck and got rid of it. Anyway. Had to go find that. So I ended up pulling out a whole bunch of magic cards. I pulled out a table, and now my room looks looks again like a magic card owner owns the room. Mm -hmm. magic cards everywhere the cat has gotten in here so there's magic cards strewn across the floor there's piles of magic cards that someone's looking at and goes what are all of these and i'm like oh this makes sense this is all the commander legends cards this is all the cards for modern these are the commander cards this is the cards for this deck for this deck for this deck these are all these this doesn't make sense to you
1: (laughs) you gotta get brian up there to uh reorganize all your stuff again
0: i've got to get it into a position where brian can organize it and then yes I'm gonna I'm gonna get it into this is what I need Brian to organize again and then have him organize the stuff that hasn't been because he enjoys doing that and I still have one two three four five six seven boxes over there of stuff that he has organized for
1: again me. I will pay him to organize my cards if he wants <laughs> like, it would help me so so much talk
0: to him I'm sure he would do it
1: yeah I just don't see them anymore yeah so
0: I hear you yeah what about your week.
1: Um, I had my bowling match for the ACST, my pro bowling. Sure, yep.
0: awesome.
1: <laughs> I'm sure you watched the video because you know we're did, friends. Did and... they mention
0: Magic Band?
1: No, we had no uh, commentator this time. It was just just the video straight oh, up. Yeah, I
0: certainly did not watch just <laughs> yeah. the video. You
1: yeah, did. I know, I know. Uh, I went twelve and two. I I won, so
0: nice, awesome. That's that's great. good.
1: Currently in first place in my division. Currently have the highest you,
0: average. You
1: better be. <laughs> Yes, I did I dropped a division, in case you don't understand. You know. So I used to be in the B division, which is the second highest, and now I'm down in the lowest division, which is the C division. And I'm I I knew beforehand I was better than anybody in the C division. So I should be top, but mm-hmm. I'm doing even better than I did at all last year.
0: Because you don't have the pressure.
1: It it really is. I you because don't... I know I'm better than these people. I don't want to say I'm sad with (laughs) me. Because, but but I kind of am. Like, you know? (laughs) Like, right now my average is 107.5. And the cap is supposed to be 102. Mm -hmm. So, like, there's people in this league with a 90 average. And 107 is significantly higher than 90. So are
0: they uh, is there anyone who's like why is he here we hate that he's in this put him back in the B league
1: nobody has said that to my face but <laughs> but last year it was said a lot in different divisions because last year the B division was supposed to be capped at 109 but there was somebody in there with a 121 average
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it was like well, i i'm guess like I'm never gonna be able to beat somebody like that
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, it was the same thing. But
0: the thing. people with an 80 average are like I'm never going to be able to beat Tony. Why is right. he in this?
1: I I agree. <clears throat> but also, I don't want to be in the B division if I'm going to be facing people with 120 averages cuz then I'm not going to win.
0: I've got to be the best cuz if I'm not, I don't want to play.
1: Correct. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm glad we understand each other now. But I I don't but that's not speaking of uh, not being the best went to fnm this week yeah and, and lost a round and the discord for the toy soldier was saying tony's over he's done i lost 2 to 1 against the person who ended up winning <laughs> and everyone's like oh yeah it was nice knowing you tony you're at the bottom the of the raid of now the of
0: tony is over
1: and and like i got second place still <laughs>
0: But it wasn't first.
1: But, but it wasn't first for the first time in a while. Ricky
0: Bobby. <clears throat> if you're not first, you're last, Ricky Bobby.
1: And the worst part is, it's because I kept bad hands that we have talked about on this podcast. Do, <laughs> do not keep go hands back? like this.
0: Do we need to go back and do a casual upgrade about this, Tony?
1: It was the perfect hand if I just drew a mountain. <laughs>
0: oh, Tony.
1: <laughs> Literally, we talked about this on the podcast. Oh, yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And, and I didn't draw him out until turn five. And then the game was over. So, yes, it is my fault. But also, Luke had a great deck, and Luke did a great job. <sighs> yeah, <laughs> I also uh, went to King Richard's Fair on Sunday. Yeah? Yep, did you I enjoy had... it yourself? Um, in uh, a way. In a yeah. way. Uh, so, first time ever going to a Renaissance Fair at all. I've never been to one. Never been to any? Never. This is the first time, okay. first experience ever. Okay. Um, I had a friend that was saying, hey, do you want to go do something today? I was like, yeah, let's let's go do something. And she was like, well, King Richard's Fair is happening. You want to go? I'm like, uh, I don't know. I've heard, like, there's weird people there. Like,
0: you know what? Sure. Let, let's go. It'll be fun. Okay. Weird people, but you go to magic things correct yes okay continue that's th- they're the same type of weird is all i'm saying all right so when I went i'm there... not saying that they're bad people in any way just magic people and ren people are kind of the same type of weird
1: all right so let me explain what i liked about it and what i didn't like about it okay i very much enjoyed uh the food i loved um the jousting tournament it was a lot of fun amazing huh <clears throat> Um, like there was like a skills tournament where they had to, they were riding the horse around and they were, yep. do, you know, doing all these things with their lance and swords and mm-hmm. super cool. Super cool. I, I really like looking at, um, like they had real armorers there
0: mm-hmm. and like
1: real people, blacksmithing and all this,
0: this stuff. The, the other thing you're, you're failing to mention that I, I feel like I should, cause I've been to King Richard's fair a few times, three, four times. Um, is the theming. You walk in and the place is in like a... It's in the middle of the woods. Middle is... of the woods. Everything is wooden cabins. Mm-hmm. Yep. So each of the I little did like shops has its own little wooden cabin. The whole jousting yeah. area ha- is surrounded by a wooden fence. It's all wood. It feels like you're in that era.
1: One hundred percent, absolutely and that yes. was
0: the other part that I really enjoyed about King Richard's Fair.
1: So that's the stuff I liked about it. Mm-hmm. Very realistic stuff, and yeah, real base to me.
0: A hundred percent. I agree with everything you're saying so far.
1: The pe- things I didn't like. <laughs> okay, eighty percent of the people were dressed up, which is neat. And ninety percent of the people had elven ears. First of all, I'm like, dude, there are more races than just elves in the world. You know, in okay. the fantasy stuff. Okay. And it just. It felt like people are into fantasy way more than I am, apparently.
0: Did you go on a specific day?
1: Game of Thrones Day.
0: There you go. Why? I, I don't. I don't, I don't Game of no... Thrones. I don't Game of Thrones. I don't know. But that was. We ended. We ended up going down on a themed day and went. If we knew that it was this themed day, we would have probably dressed up in that theme too. It was a while ago. I
1: oh, I don't the dress up. Was.
0: Oh, I did Disney dressed as a Jedi, dude. Yeah, I know. You I'll do. go. To, I will go to the Renaissance Fair dressed as a Jedi with a lightsaber in hand. Because why not?
1: I I understand. That's not me. You know, and like, mm-hmm. I don't know. There was just it. It wasn't... It was too much. Like, everyone was I, trying to be too much. Everything was too expensive.
0: That, that is my big thing, is everything's too expensive, and you can't purchase anything. You can't purchase concessions with cash. Nope,
1: you cannot. Oh, tickets and, only.
0: And that means <laughs> you're waiting in a line for tickets, you're waiting in a mm-hmm. line for food, then you're like, I've got two tickets left. And nothing costs two tickets. So I can either go buy more tickets to spend this $2 or I'm out this money. And, you know, they just, you're yep. jumping through hoops to spend money you don't really want to be spending. And then the food itself is absorbent. When Disney is cheaper than the yes. Renaissance Fair, I was surprised with at Disney. Danny was like, do you want a... Uh, a turkey, turkey leg. leg. I'm like, I can't imagine the cost of a turkey leg at Disney. What, well, really? That's mm-hmm. you can get two turkey legs at Disney for the cost of a turkey leg at King Richard's Fair.
1: I don't know about that, but
0: how you, much was the turkey leg at King Richard's Fair? Fifteen. It was seven dollars.
1: Really? I, I remember being it was, like ten bucks.
0: It was seven dollars.
1: Okay. Yep. <laughs> yes, and it, it it was way too expensive, and it just wasn't. Like, I felt uncomfortable with not being dressed up, but I also
0: am not the kind of person to dress up for these things. It's, you you went on an odd day. I have found it to be 50-50. Unless it's a theme day, unless you go down on, and this is a theme they do, corset day, where all the girls are going to be wearing corsets, and then, that, then it's just, you know... Boob central in that place, <laughs> yeah. and I'm only saying this because don't bring your kid down there if you don't want your kid staring at boobs all day. You know that's going to make you or your child uncomfortable. Don't go there on corset day. Just don't but do it. You, you also know? don't
1: know what it is until you get and, there. Like, or, and, yeah, yeah, I'm it sure if you right, Wait. but as someone who doesn't but really as go someone to these who, things...
0: and we did it on a whim too. Let's just go. We didn't really look up the theme. We just went, and it was a theme day, and we're like. You know, if we knew that, we would have at least tried. Yeah. But I've been to King Richard's Fair, and then we went to a Renaissance Fair in Epping, New Hampshire. On 125, my mom goes to having a Renaissance Fair in Epping. I'm like, oh my God, what is this going to look like? And when I tell you King Richard's Fair is top-notch Renaissance Fair... I mean it, man. Yep, that's what I mean, I've heard. Because yep. this was a renaissance fair in name and maybe slight theming. But other than that, it was a flea market. Oh, God. It was an out, it, but that's that's why I mentioned you were like, the, you're missing the big thing. It looks like you're at a renaissance fair. Okay. Everything yep. is themed. This was tents in a field in a circle. With like, alright, this guy might be selling swords, this guy might be selling armor, but they're tents, they're plastic tents with the white tops in a field, and Mm. I'm like, this is a a sad, sad excuse for a renaissance fair, and yes, it's a fair. If you go to a country fair or a renaissance fair, you're walking in to spend money at little vendor areas, but this, this felt more like a... A very bad town fair, uh, you know, a bad flea market with like very slight theming. The only good thing that came about going from that renaissance fair was my wife is allergic to black pepper and we happened to walk by a place that made custom spices.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And one of the things on it says no air quote spices. And if you ever look on packaging, look at the back of the pack- packaging on ingredients. Spices is a word. And we don't know if spices means black pepper or not. So if it says spices, we don't buy it for her. Yeah. So this was specifically a company that made spice mixes that didn't use spices. So we were able to get her a bunch of different spice mixes. One that we used all of to make her chicken soup over the past year. We're mm-hmm. going to buy nice. more of that. But it was, it was really cool. I can't think of the name of the company off the top of my head. But poor excuse for a renaissance fair. Like, yep. like, I get... I get the problems you have with King Richard's Fair. It is a very good Renaissance Fair.
1: The, yeah, no, it, G- it definitely felt like a what I would the, expect a Renaissance Fair to be. Mm-hmm. It was just... It was more than I expected, maybe, is it, actually the key. Yeah. Like, the stuff I like about fantasy stuff is the real... I don't want to say the real stuff, but, like, if it was a real dragon, I would really like that. I don't want to see somebody's handcrafted dragon
0: I hear you yeah yeah I get I get you
1: and I, I like the real jousting the real sword fights
0: and they do that there and they do that very very yeah. well
1: I mean it was definitely choreographed the the joust itself
0: oh absolutely but, it is but that but, was
1: fine I, I but it, it doesn't looks matter great yeah
0: you, you cannot watch a choreographed joust and watch re- and complain about that but go and watch wrestling no, 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 definitely not. It, <laughs> you know what I mean? <clears> they <throat> they were both fantastic
1: in that aspect. Mm-hmm. I, I did enjoy that,
0: it, it, and they they do that stuff very well at that Renaissance yep. Fair. Yeah. If you get if you ever get a chance to go, really, I always suggest going to King Richard's Fair at least once. Because even if you walk away, like you know, that was a lot. At least just at least you went to it. At least mm-hmm. when people talk yeah. about it, you know, it was a lot
1: of fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm glad I went. I don't know if I would go again, but. Yeah, it's it still
0: going on now.
1: Yeah, it's going on through October every weekend.
0: Yeah, might end up going down. Mm-hmm. I've got the, the Jedi tunic, so I might go down dressed as a Jedi. Well, I
1: think I got two more uh, food tickets for you. <laughs> 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 oh, boy. <clears throat> All right, let's move on to some casual upgrades. Now, huh? let's get back to the magic. All right. All right, for casual upgrades this week. I kind of want to talk about silver border cards or acorn cards, as they're called
0: now. If or you're not fun magic, as I like to call it, magic sure. that's fun. It is a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun to play this magic. If, if you're not
1: really aware of like what that is, every few years or sometimes even longer, uh, Magic <sighs> releases like fun cards, as as you just said, cards that don't really work within the rules of the game, but are like very fun to play or just like funny in general. Um, these cards aren't designed to be used in tournaments, but they're still real cards. So you can play have them. have a magic
0: back to them. Yep. And that's what tells you if it's a real card.
1: Uh, so you can still play these at a kitchen table with your friends. You can play them, you know, as long as you're not in a tournament, basically you can play uh-huh. them. Um, you should definitely do that. You should. Um, these cards are fun. They make the game, like, not so serious. Yep. So if you have a very serious play group, maybe you should just throw in one of these things. Uh-huh. Um... Uh, Next weekend is the Infinity release, and there's going to be pre-releases, so you should definitely go to these. um, It's still magic. You know, you're still going to be attacking with creatures, you're still going to be casting spells and destroying your opponent's stuff, Uh, but it's an entirely different feel. It's much more silly, and you're going to have a good time playing it.
0: And if you're someone who is a big fan of the more tournament, the more rulesy type magic, this essentially is going to be pulling things that the rules can't normally touch. The rules are not allowed to look at the artwork of a magic card and say it gets plus one, plus one for every hat in the artwork. You Mm -hmm. know, magic cards can't do that for the only reason that every magic card, no matter if the thought sees you have is a Loro in thought sees, if it's a secret layer thought sees if it's a thought seize from whatever set they ended up reprinting it in, they're all going to play the same exact way. They're all going to cost one black mana. they're all going to land. Look at your opponent's hand, discard an odd land card, and you're going to lose two life every single time. thing with these silver border acorn cards is they don't work that way. They're all going to work differently every time you use them because it's referring to stuff that a normal magic card isn't allowed to. The set mm-hmm. symbol artwork how many vowels are in the words which <laughs> yep. some of the eternal stuff is working that way you some of the stuff that isn't acorned is allowed to reference the number of vowels in a stickered word apparently but that's because that because of the way how stickers work and yeah it's as a as a judge I like as a former judge I like looking at rule stuff and this stuff is just crazy. The, yes, some is. of the rules on this is just, okay, mm-hmm. you've just got to let it work. Even though I'm a magic player, you're just going to, all right, just let it work. It's fine.
1: Yeah, this is why I like it, you know, in a very casual uh, format. It is fine there. I don't want to see it in my tournaments. I don't want to see it being played in standard or anything like that. But
0: mm-hmm.
1: it is fun
0: as like a sidebar. Mm-hmm. I I like that some of, I like that some of the cards are legal. I like that they are going, this is very much in the vein of unglued, unhinged, um, unsanctioned, infinity, I think I'm missing an un there, but... They, no.
1: Unglued, unhinged, unsanctioned... Infinity. Unglued, uh, what's the more recent one? I don't know. Um, I don't know. Declared,
0: Hinged? I don't know. Um, unhinged? No, that was the second one. Oh, you're Anyway, right. um... There's there's now been a lot. There was a long time between unglued, um, between unhinged and the next one that came out. Yeah, that was a long can't remember. gap. Yeah, the one that we can't remember the name of because <laughs> because they didn't think people liked these things. So if you like this, buy it. Let them know by buying it so that we get more of this in the future.
1: Mm-hmm. I'll but I'll be playing it, it for the first week or two and then probably not out again. I just really want the. But the lands,
0: <laughs> the lands are very pretty.
1: The lands are gorgeous. The shock lands are the most beautiful shock the, uh, lands you'll ever see.
0: The lands from the unsets are what I'm currently using in my uh, my Jared Commander deck. Nice. I have ten basics, and it's the five foil basics that came in the unsanctioned box. Yep. And then one of each of the unhinged lands, the f- completely full art unhinged lands. And Very then while nice. looking, while trying to find my Chromat, I came across those. And I came across, I have, I think, seven or eight unglued lands as well, but I don't have one of each. So I might end up going online and buying a swamp and a forest because those are the two I'm missing. So that way I have one of each of the unglued lands too.
1: Yep, yep, yep. Magic
0: news. Magic news.
1: Now, uh, so we kind of talked about Infinity, but that is coming out next week. Um, unstable. Unstable. That was I, I had
0: to look it up. I'll be honest, but it's <laughs> unstable.
1: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Infinity looks like it's a lot of fun. There's some mm. neat mechanics, there's stickers, there's attractions, there's, also, there's so many things. Like, I didn't understand a lot of these things. Mm-hmm. Like, um, like there, there's just giant spaces in some of these cards. Yep. But apparently that's so you can add a name, like a sticker to nope. it. A sticker. A name of some kind. And attractions seem... Attractions, I didn't understand until someone, like, Explain them to me. Mm -hmm. So basically you're just going to... Whenever you roll a die, something happens if it lands on the right number. Yep. Which is fine. I I can handle that.
0: (laughs) And uh, for instance, I'm looking at Bounce Chamber right here. There's four different versions of Bounce Chamber. Each one does the same thing. Return a creature you don't control with the lowest toughness among creatures you don't control to its owner's hand. But this first one here... Uh, rolls on a five or six the second one here rolls on a four and six this third one here rolls on a three and six and this last one here rolls on a two and six and each one has a different flavor text to it and because of that their text boxes are all different and looks weird Hmm. and it makes it very difficult to go oh yeah this does all say the same thing because it isn't just the same text copied over. It's smaller in this one, longer in this one, because this one has three lines of text. This one has one. So, yeah, it's it's a little aggravating to look at sometimes, but... Yep.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, I
1: just, I, I was looking through the thing here. Phone a friend. is three blue blue. <laughs> Call someone and ask them to choose one. If they don't answer, an opponent chooses one. Don't explain anything else. You choose the <sighs> targets. So you just have to call, literally call somebody on the phone, mm-hmm. ask them for A, B, C, or D. And then that's what you happen to get. Yep. Uh, A is gain control of target creature you don't control. B is choose target creature you control. Create two token, to- tokens <laughs> <laughs> two tokens that are each copies of it. C, take an extra turn. Or D, draw seven cards. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Like All of those are great.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, the question is, who do you call? My mother. And you call your
1: mother? Yeah. And don't call me? No, because you might not answer. You might be working. That's true. I want someone who's actually going to answer the phone. And so my mother, if I call my mother, she's going to answer. Even if it's, I can't talk right now, is it something important?
0: Mm-hmm. Say I would want to call someone who knows what they're doing. But I, I, I need you to pick something: A, B, C, or D. There you go. Okay, I know what he's doing. He must be using his phone, a friend playing ma- uh, the magic. But so you don't know what right now.
1: You don't know what,
0: like what is uh, good in this instance. Correct, but you can almost always agree that A probably isn't going to be the best option.
1: Correct, A is not going to be the best option.
0: Most so of the time. either. <laughs> BC or D and probably C or D is what you want.
1: Yes. Probably so you at
0: least know to pick C or D. Yep. Yeah. But what all. is but like yeah, it's very You're dependent. Right. It's very dependent on the situation and they're not going to know. Or of course, if we're sitting at the pre-release and I'm sitting next to you, do you call me? <laughs> Because nowhere does it say that friend (laughs) has to not be in the room. Yep, that is true.
1: Yes, I would probably call somebody that I knew that was next to me. Well, but
0: I also have to make sure. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, you would go, huh, I'm doing my photo friend. I wonder what friend I'm calling, Nate. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, hi, Tony. Let me look at your board state real quick. He has no creatures? A.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> why I'm not calling you. <laughs> Looks like you're not going to win this pre-release, Tony. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Nate. Love you too. <laughs> that's what I'm here for. But anyway, that's the kind of like laughs you're going to get. If because If you do call somebody right next magic- to you, they can
0: do that to you. This is the type of magic they want you to be playing right now. Yes. Is this.
1: But, and yeah, it's a lot of fun things. Um, you were do talking like...
0: about cards with the blank. There is the card blank goblin. <laughs> yep. Which it says when this creature enters the battlefield, you may put a name sticker on It, it costs two colorless and a red. When this creature enters the battlefield, you may put a name sticker on it. Add a red mana for each unique vowel on that sticker. The vowels are A, E, I, O, U, and Y. So it's adding Y in as a vowel. It's letting you know that. And because it's a sticker, this is an eternal legal card. This card can be played in your commander deck and no one can tell you no. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. What is your best option to put on there? You know, we've got Champion, that's got three, that's at least making the same amount. Unassuming, gelatinous, shenanigans. Shenanigans <laughs> is a sticker. Shenanigans Goblin. You know, you might not want to put a short word on there with only one vowel, like mind, but then you do happen to have the card name Mind Goblin, What's At Mind Goblin? At that point, hmm. <laughs> yeah, you'll have to look yeah. that one up. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll
1: have to look that up,
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah, you look up <laughs> Mind Goblin, my friend. <laughs> they did not make a card called D's Nuts, unfortunately. Oh. Next one. <laughs> this one is called a Minotaur De Force. I like it. Minotaur De Force. I I am a good. I'm a fan of a punny name. Okay. Well, how about this one? Attempted murder. Oh, Black, yeah. Black
1: X. Choose <laughs> target creature. Roll X six sided dice. For each even result, put two minus one minus one counters on that creature. For each odd result, make a one two bird creature with token with fl- uh, with flying name Storm Crow. You get storm crows. Yep. Yeah. You get a cr- murder of crows. Or you can <laughs> you get murder a the creature murder of crows.
0: Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Mike, I like that. That's fun. This one is called Xeno Squirrel. One in a black for an alien squirrel. Xeno Squirrel enters the battlefield with two plus one plus one counters on it. After you die, you may remove a plus one plus one counter from Zeno. Whenever, after you roll a die, not after you die. Like, after you die, after you roll a die, you may remove a plus one plus one counter from Zeno Squirrels if you do increase or decrease that result by one. Alien squirrel. Xeno squirrels. That's all.
1: I saw an interesting interaction the other day with Mm -hmm. the card Saw in half. Two and a black destroy target creature. Yup. If that creature dies this way, its controller creates two tokens that are copies of that creature. Except their base power is half that creature's power and uh, base toughness is half that. Whatever. You
0: know, round up each time. Mm -hmm. With Sarah Ascendant. Sarah Ascendant. Yup. Yep. Yep. It makes it it makes two bigger creatures. <laughs> it
1: makes two eight eight creatures. <laughs> yes. Which is crazy. Yeah, and saw in half is a fully legal
0: mm-hmm. card. Saw in half is gonna be played in that way. Saw in half is not gonna be used as a removal spell for your opponent's creature to make oh, it no, easier no, no, to kill. No. It's gonna split your creature into two and gonna do shenanigans. You're going to do mm-hmm. that on your worm coil engine.
1: Oh, that's so dirty. Yes. Yes, <laughs> two it is.
0: three threes plus two three threes, and if you destroy two of them, they're going to replace themselves with two more. Yep. Saw so half a worm coil engine is Hail Hydra. <laughs> Cut off one head, more heads will come. Uh,
1: but yeah, again, you should go play this set. It's going to be a lot of fun.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, did you see Standard Procedure?
1: Um, I did, yes. I I like the uh, flavor text on it.
0: (laughs) I do too. (laughs) There's no casting cost to this card. This card is not a color. That's no color identity. Mm -hmm. There's no color. It's an instant. Pay a generic mana. Reveal standard procedure from your hand. Choose an instant or sorcery card with mana value 3 or less, currently legal in the standard format. Standard Procedure becomes that card until end of turn. Mm-hmm. And, and the flavor text does say, can it be Lightning Bolt yet? <laughs> and you know how I want it to be. Yep.
1: Yeah,
0: you never know. Maybe maybe the next set will have
1: Lightning Bolt, just to kind of be fun. That
0: that was the hint that Lightning Bolt was coming out? No. No. I also like that they gave us Vorthos in this. Yep, yeah, which means Mel is coming out in the next one. Mm-hmm. Let's hope. <clears> hmm <throat>
1: But also, besides that, Warhammer 40k is also releasing next week. Those the, decks look disgusting. They are amazing commander decks, for sure.
0: Like, <laughs> crazy powerful cards. Yes. The other thing I'm noticing that I'm kind of excited about, even though I don't like 40k, every single deck is has a brand new, all of the cards are new. Even the reprints have new artwork to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, these decks are back to front. You can only get these in these decks. Mm-hmm. The Farseek has artwork that only comes in this deck. The, you know, and the the reason why I like that is I might not like Warhammer 40k. I do enjoy a good Lord of the Rings, though. And now they've set the precedent that when that Lord of the Rings set comes out, and they put out Lord of the Rings-themed commander decks. I want every single card to be... I want a Farseek where they're seeking, you know, Hobbington Mm -hmm. or whatever. You know, this just sets the precedent that if you're going to go hard here, you better go as hard on all of these future endeavors.
1: I like a lot of the art. I like a lot of 40Ks... Um, like, images, and, like, what mm-hmm. they are. I like the uh, the miniatures. They all look really cool, especially yeah. once they're all painted up. So, But I, I would never play the game. But that's what I like about this. So all these cards are going to have that look and feel. To them. Mm-hmm.
0: They all have a yeah. very unique feel. That, like I said, some of them are crazy powerful.
1: Do you they know get- how expensive these are going to be?
0: Ugh, no.
1: So your average new commander deck... Um, at least toy soldier prices that's what i bucks. know if the normal ones are 52 like not <laughs> warhammer like you know yeah, your yeah. average
0: 50 60 bucks is from what i've seen the about average price of a brand new commander deck when they come out yes
1: so the warhammer 40k what do you th- what do you think these are gonna go for because these are Probably s- double 120. okay so no we are selling them for 70. okay for the regular ones
0: all right that's not bad
1: premium ones are sold in packs of 4 for some reason. Like you buy all 4 at once.
0: You can't just buy one. You have I don't to buy think
1: all four. I don't think you could buy just one. You have to buy all no, four. you decks. have to buy
0: all four, yeah, for whatever yes. dumb
1: reason. Take a guess what that's going to cost.
0: No. All right. So the regular decks are 70. Yes. Times and the, this is the exact same would deck. Be 280 for four of the for four of the regular decks would be 280. Yep. 500? I believe we're selling
1: the four pack if you want to get just those for 250.
0: Mm-hmm. 500? But, more. Oh my god.
1: Mick how much? Mick told me the average that he's been talking to with other owners, they're selling them between 900 and 1200. <sighs> he's going to price his at around 1000. Wow. Right. Wow. <laughs> so, wow. <sighs> it, it's just create like a thousand dollars for four decks
0: i have zero use for that i would like all of those decks i do not need the collector's thing yeah that is something that if i didn't just buy a house maybe i buy that and just throw it somewhere and sit on it for a while you know and turn around and sell it in five or six years when the whole thing like that will is five or six grand at that point
1: that that would be the only reason why i would buy that
0: Mm-hmm. is that
1: it? it's going to go up in value. That's the crazy mm-hmm. thing. The $1,000 is cheap, quote, unquote. Correct. Correct. Because they, they only made so many of these things. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just great. It's just so much money.
0: I don't disagree. That is a ridiculous amount of money.
1: Yep. Yeah. But I'm excited for it. Like, I, I'm going to buy a deck also. I don't I just don't know which one. Everyone's telling me the black one's the best.
0: I I kind of want all four. I do. Um, just for the reason like I said, they are very unique and you're not going to be able to get how are they remaking these oh, they're, cards they're not going to. with with the symbols, you know? They're not going to be able to th- make a magic version and throw that on the list. That's it's way too complicated. Well, they did it with the uh, uh, Walking Dead?
1: Nope. nope. Uh, I mean, maybe that too, but the the tv show on netflix stranger things
0: they did it with stranger things but the stranger things were all humans which is a magic type these are not magic types yeah yeah you're right you know they might have flavor words which will work fine we could put a flavor word in but literally the you've got random card types of creatures like necron (laughs) that is that officially a i don't
1: don't know if it is or not i assume so but
0: You know what I mean? Is my changeling now a Necron in standard? Mm -hmm. Legitimate
1: question, you know? Well, if it is a printed card type, then yes,
0: it is. So is it just as easy as, all right, we're going to make a, what does a magic version of a Necron look like then? Yep. You know, Mm -hmm. and I don't know, I don't know anything about Warhammer 40k. I won't even pretend pretend to know anything except for it is an expensive game to play but i play magic so who i know I significantly
1: say more about it than that but even still i don't know enough but so uh magic 30 coming up in las vegas
0: yeah did, not did going.
1: you No, me either i wish i were but i, I can't take the time I'm, off and no
0: i'm not even that i'm happy i'm not going after everything that's you know when going on with like all the packages and all that stuff like that i'm Probably wouldn't even have as much fun going there as I would want to, you know? I,
1: I think, like, the build-up ahead was going to be rough. But once you get there, it's going to be a blast. Everyone's going to have a good time there. I'm hoping.
0: I'm hoping <laughs> I'm hoping there's room for free play there for the people who want to do free play.
1: Yeah. It's, yeah that's the biggest be.
0: concern.
1: Um, but anyway, they're having a uh, cosplay contest. I don't know if you heard about this. I think we talked awesome. about it last week, but maybe not.
0: I have no idea. I don't think we did, but...
1: Okay. Well, last week, uh, well, but at least I was thinking about talking about it, they had, uh, do you know what the grand prize, if you win the cosplay contest, and these people put hundreds of hours and thousands of dollars into some of these costumes, like the Karn costume that mm-hmm. we've seen. Have you seen that one before in uh, real life? No. Dude, this guy is nine feet tall, just a giant Carn mm-hmm. that walks around. Like, I don't know how much he spent on that, but it is amazing. Okay. You, you look at all the, you know, uh, Chandra's that are walking around, and they put time and effort into these things.
0: Yeah, oh, absolutely.
1: Top prize. $1,000. 200... <laughs> no. <laughs> no, $200 in Joanne Fabric's gift cards. What?
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was for first place. $200 in Joanne Fabric gift card? Now, I, I have done very little in making stuff myself. I have gone to Joanne Fabric to buy stuff to make stuff for myself. As far as I'm aware, that's not where people actually go to buy their supplies. Cause isn't I, it looked at like as like the cheap place to go?
1: I, I don't even know. I, I I mean they sell fabric stuff. They they sell
0: I, but it's stuff not to make cost good high but... quality fabric. It's off the shelf, cheap, cheap fabric. You know what I mean. I I, I, I don't, don't know, but but I'm not deep into the cosplay either. You know, I made myself Jedi robes like a dozen years ago, and that was what I did. And that was about it. But
1: yeah, but the the hatred from <laughs> the typical Wizards fans and Magic fans mm-hmm. um, talk. They, they started yelling at Wizards enough to give them now. It's up to three thousand dollars for first place plus a two hundred dollar well, gift card.
0: <laughs> oh, plus Joanne the Best. gift card. Yes. <laughs> oh, Jesus. $200 gift card to Joanne Fabric.
1: Oh, that, it, it was just such a joke.
0: <laughs> not, not even like, here's a box of magic cards, but here's $200 to Joanne Fabric.
1: Yeah. It was crazy.
0: Ridiculous.
1: Okay, but we have deck lists still. Do we? Right? I don't know. I, I assume you do. I've I mean, that magic is that is what we do on this. Uh, is, that, the, this is it? St- do we talk
0: <laughs> about deck lists? Because I can't remember the last time we did.
1: Oh, uh, uh, last week. <laughs> don't we do this
0: every week? I feel like kind we do. Of, kind of. So what do you got, Tony? You feel you seem excited to talk about a deck.
1: I'm always excited to talk about Magic decks. Um, so, uh, do you want to, should I go standard or explorer? What do you, what do you want to hear about?
0: Oh, clearly neither. Okay. Explorer <laughs> it is.
1: <laughs> uh, um, so I played nine games with this. I'm six and three so far with it. Um, okay. on the play, I have won 100% of the games. Wow. On the draw, 40%. Bow, bow. Very, very big difference. Yep. Uh, it's a Yorion deck, so we get eighty cards here.
0: Oh, all right, I, I'm getting settled. All right, getting comfy. <laughs> Hold on, let me grab a drink. Let's see. Here we go. Yeah, let's open up a drink. I don't know if that drink's big enough. Uh, all right. <laughs> all right, let's go.
1: Three portable holes. Four spirited companion. Four omen of the sea. Four trial of ambition. One moon based Cleric, which I swear to God, I assume there were more than one, because I draw this in every single game.
0: <laughs>
1: I just now I, realized there's, there's only there one. There is
0: one in my 80 card deck. I see it all the time.
1: I have drawn it out of the nine games probably seven or eight times. <laughs> uh, one Skyclave Apparition, one Glasspool Mimic, one Callous Blood mage. Four, because it has red in it, Fable of the Mirror Breaker, of course. <laughs> yup. Yeah. One Oath of Kaya. One Gloom Shrieker. One Night of Autumn. One Renegade Rallyer. One Archon of Sun's Grace. Oh, we got a lot of ones in this deck, by the way. Clearly. Uh, one Sarah Paragon. Oh I my love God, this, this card.
0: this is an 80-card deck.
1: One. <laughs> <laughs> one Yorion Sky Nomad. One Scarab God. One Tulsa Mir, Friend of Wolves. Four... Fires of Invention. Four Enigmatic Incarnation.
0: Okay, here we go.
1: Okay. Four Leyline Binding. One Hence Agent. That's why of th- we
0: have a whole bunch of one-ofs.
1: Yes. Enigmatic Incarnation
0: mm-hmm.
1: is going to help me grab all these other things. Four Leyline Binding. Card's fantastic. Mm-hmm. One Agent of Treachery. One Titan of Industry. And then a bunch of lands. Like, all
0: the trials. All, all the lands. Every land possible that you want to basically. run is being run because you're running an 80-card deck.
1: Yep. And basically, once Fires comes out, you just and then you put an enigmatic incarnation out, you're just searching your library for basically whatever you want every turn. hmm And then Yorion, you have in your sideboard, so it just One comes seven. straight out.
0: Yeah. Yep.
1: And, again, once everything actually hits, you just win. Mm-hmm. The problem is
0: getting your
1: getting to turn four.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: In turn five, making sure you have everything.
0: Mm-hmm. In an AD card deck, I can understand how that
1: would be yes. difficult. Yes. Yep. Um, but the number one deck that I've seen the most is Rakdos, and I'm three and zero against it. Nice. Yep. All the other ones are one of's. I played Mono Blue. I lost. Uh, Azorius. I won. Mono Red. I lost. Mono Green. Won. Uh Abzam won and Teamer I lost. So mm-hmm. Um I really, really like this deck. It's a lot of fun to play. And it's good. Six and three, hundred percent on the play.
0: Nice. I have been playing standard myself. Okay. Um but I've been getting very bored with the standard mono blacklist. It's just yep. boring to me. I'm sick of it. Don't want to be looking at it anymore. Don't want to face it. Don't want to play it. But I still want to play Standard. Because I, understand. I feel like there's still more in Standard. So I look up the list. I'm on Ether Hub, looking at their metagame. Number one deck, Mono Black. Of course. Number two deck, Mono Blue. And I go, let's look at the Mono Blue deck. I look over and I'm like... This this is this the nah. Hottie? It's the Hottie deck? The Hottie Gin and the Telerian. We're, Terror. Yeah, th- those are the two creatures. Other than that, it's just a straight control deck with the not my style. No, nah, no. Nah. Number three deck says Mono Red. Ooh. Nate perks okay. up when he sees Mono Red. So, alright. Number three deck's Mono Red. Let's import this. Two Hammer Hand, four Kamano Faces Kakazan, four Phoenix Chick, four F- Play With Fire, one Shivan Devastator. Four told blood- you that was a good card. Oh, I think it's a great card. Uh, four Bloodthirsty Adversary, four Lightning Strike, four Rada's Firebrand, which is also very good, uh, th- four Reckless storms, Stormseeker, two Squee Dubious Monarch, one Atasushi, the Blazing Sky, three Thundering Raiju, and 23 Mountain. Nice. Right? Sounds pretty mm-hmm. good. Um, oh, and three. <laughs> oh, Okay. Uh, first game was mono red they just literally went it was a turn by turn same thing against each other yep. the second one was mono black I killed their uh, tenacious underdog I killed their braids they had two braids I killed both of them they got the um, Henrika and flipped her and then played shield red and you can't mono mono red against shield red it's just it's not, it's not gonna win yeah, no, it's not not at all. That's not mm-hmm. gonna win. And then I played the other game. I played was against um, Green White. For some reason, Tony has decided to come real close to the camera right there and be a creep. Against Naya tokens, and mm-hmm. they got Catilda out with a bunch of tokens and flying Life Link against my Mono Red. That keeps getting bigger because its power and toughness are. Equal to the number of spirits and enchantments, not beating that either. So I went 0-3 and walked away from this deck. It was like, yeah, yeah I don't blame you there. As not much at all. as I love mono red, this is fifth. That's a good play section of the meta. Yep, I, I don't mon- see
1: mono red being a very strong deck.
0: Me neither. I didn't have to craft anything to play it. So that's why I did. Yep, that makes um, sense. Mon- getting the mirror first and getting annihilated in the mirror match. All right, whatever, whatever exactly what i thought was going to happen against shieldred is what happens there's not a card in mono red that can beat shieldred hmm? there's not a card if to beat shieldred you need to use two in mono red shieldred is the best card in standard it's going to be played you can't you can't play this deck and even when the tokens deck which this should be able to handle a tokens deck gets a flying life link that gets bigger nope i'm out bye mono red love you but you're you're not doing me
1: any yeah. good right now. It is not the season for Mono Red. No. <clears throat> My standard deck. Yeah? Um, so, I just... Everyone says that Esper's the best deck, or Mono Black. So, I play both. I've been mm-hmm. playing Esper more. I enjoy this slightly more. It, okay, so, one thing. I really like the deck. I really like how it plays. But... Playing in standard right now, because it is a small standard, we're playing the same decks over and over and over again. Uh-huh. And it does get very boring. It feels like this is the same play style every game. Uh-huh. You know, there's nothing new. There's nothing fun. So, while I like in most standards, I would love this deck. I think this would be fantastic. It's just boring right now. Uh-huh. I'm 5-2 I'm yeah. with it. So, it's oh. a strong wow. deck. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 75% on the play, 67% on the draw. Mm -hmm. And I like it. It's just the same deck over and over again.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, This one has three cut down, two Evolved Sleeper, two Resolute Reinforcements, uh, one Disdainful Stroke, two Make Disappear, two Infernal Grasp, one Tenacious Underdog, one Meat Hook Massacre, one Reckoner Bankbuster, three Wedding Announcement, two Lily of the Veil, one Kaido Shizuki, four Rafine Scheming Seer, Two Sarah Paragon, three Wandering Emperor, one Shieldred, four Ao, the Dawn Sky, and then a bunch of lands. Ayo. What's that? Ayo. 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 But I really like this deck. It's just not fun in this meta. I hear you. It is a very strong deck. I very much enjoy this
0: playstyle, but it's just. Eh, everyone's playing it. That's how I feel about Mono Black right now. It's kind of also how I feel about my other deck, too. Okay. My other one is Celestia Enchantments. Have you played this deck before? Generous Visitors. (laughs) Kami of Transcendence. Weaver of Harmony. Jukai Naturalist. Catalda, Hollowed Haunted. You ever played a deck like this, Tony? Seem familiar at all? I 100% have. We've played this deck for a year now. Yep. You know, this deck has been... The same deck for a while. Did it get anything new from the new set? Uh, nope. 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 <laughs> nope. Everything is everything is the old sets. so everything's past standard. We've been playing this deck. It's still good. Yep. It's still very good. I'm currently eight and five with it. Hollow Haunting is an amazing card. Dropping that on turn three, you kind of yes. win. Yep. Yeah, that is very true. You know, all your, everything you're playing is now twos. You're getting double creature, double things for every single enchantment you play. So it's it's a very good card. This is a very good deck. If you want to play and win and you don't want to play mono black and you're good with playing enchantment still, you're, you're not sick of it. Mm-hmm. You know, it was another deck. I didn't have to craft anything because I have all of these cards. <laughs> you don't have to yep. craft anything when all the cards are all the same cards you've been playing for the past year. But it's a fun deck. But again, like it's you said, it's definitely think, different,
1: though, which is what I uh, like. It's different than the mono black that I see all the mm-hmm, time.
0: Mm-hmm. And the mono... it's really good against the mono black. Oh, nice! Do you know? Do you know what's really good against Liliana's discard a card ability? Uh, Cami of Transients. Yes, <laughs> I have had them use that ability. That minus ability. I've discarded it, and then it goes to end of turn and goes, do you want to put it back in your hand? I'm like, yes, please. It's a plus ability. Th- oh, are you, th- you mean sacrifice a creature? No. The discard disc- a card. That's I've a discarded Kami out of my my uh, hand, and then it goes, do you want to bring it back to your hand? Because I had an enchantment die that turn, it goes right back to my hand. I'm like, that, that feels great. Mm-hmm. We both had to discard a card? Nope. Only you. Only you had to discard a card here, so... <laughs> That, that's that been really great. And like you said, against the Sacrifice of Creature, you sacrifice the Kami, it'll come right back. Yep, yep. So I'm a big fan of that card against Mono Black.
1: I seem strong against it, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got one more deck to talk about. Right. Sounds um, good. I've only been playing it in the play queue, because I don't know if it's good enough to play in the real queue. Yep. But it real is quick, so, the
0: one you played last week... Yep, the historic it's combo. So much fun to throw benthic biomancer at your opponent. Yes, it so is. it? <laughs> much fun. I played it for a while. Oh my god! Just taking your benthic biomancer and just yeeting it at your. Your opponent doesn't understand that's what's going to happen. 100%, they just let it exactly. keep going because <laughs> you know because if if you know that if they knew it was going to get yeeted at their face, they'd just scoot. Correct, but they don't know. They just let it get big and big and go, you can't attack with it. Oh, did it just get thrown in my face? No.
1: Yep, yep. Because, like, they just assume you're going to mill yourself out. Because there's no Correct, way to yeah, stop. But only crime. in the
0: play queue. Uh, in the ranked queue, I went 4 and 11. So definitely don't play it ranked. <laughs> but in the play queue, I had a lot of fun with it. That's what I said. Like, this, all these decks are a
1: lot of fun to play. Mm-hmm. But just play in the play. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so, so this give one. me the
0: next one. Because that was last week's. Give me this week's.
1: Okay. so... Really, the reason why I wanted to talk about this one is my wife was talking to me as I was playing. I told her to stop talking for a minute because I had to explain to her the combo that I was just going to do. And my wife does not play Magic. But I was having so much fun doing this combo that she was like, okay, that, that's fun. I'm like dying laughing because I actually <laughs> okay, <it off. laughs> Okay. Okay. So, um, Abundant Harvest, it's got four. Revitalize, it has three. Uh, thrilling Discovery 3. Idyllic Tutor for 4. <coughs> 2 J- Day of Judgment, 2 Wrath of God, 3 Cleansing Nova. 3 Back to Nature. Okay. 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 Also has 4 Nine Lives, 4 Solemnity, 4 Harmless Offering. So. <laughs> Here's the fun thing that you do. <laughs> So I put nine lives out to protect myself, because usually you're going to be like getting yeah. taking a lot of damage. Yeah, so you put yeah. nine lives out, and then when you have Harmless Offering... You give it to your opponent. You give it to your opponent. And then you cast Back to Nature or Cleansing Nova and destroy all enchantments. And then you win.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's hilarious to me. <laughs> I was saying to the left, I'm like, no, 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 look at this. I'm going to give him my enchantment and then destroy the one that I own, but he's going to die. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like cackling, and she's like, what is what is funny about this? I'm like, because I'm going to kill him with my cards. And that are supposed like, to be killing me. She's like, but isn't that what you normally do? Isn't that
0: what you normally do?
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, well... <laughs> Well, yes, but, but he has control of my cards. That's what's different.
0: Isn't that what you normally do? (laughs)
1: Well,
0: yes, but, but, but.
1: So you want to know my record with the deck though? Oh God. On the play, 78% win rate. Okay. On the draw, 75% win rate. Wow. I'm 10 and three with this deck. Wow! In the play queue, <laughs> in the play queue, in which play queue. is is significantly easier
0: yeah.
1: than yeah. the ranked queue, and you're not going to play against the top tier decks. Mm-hmm. But it is it is a blast to play. And fun.
0: It sounds like a it sounds like a solemnity nine lives combo
1: deck. It is most of the time people just concede when you get those two out. Mm-hmm. But then on the rare chance that you actually get to. Throw it at you know your opponent mm-hmm. and then destroy them all. You get the laugh.
0: Mm-hmm. You're like here you go. Yeah, <coughs> cute kitty, harmless offerings, a of cute kitty.
1: All set, ready to go. Yeah, yeah. Call it a night, Wrap it call it up. A day, night, whatever time of day this is. Okay, you can find the Filthy Netdeckers podcast on all social media. Follow us everywhere. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Hello, Magic Packover. That's me. Uh, you can find me at MTG underscore Tony or Nate at Heretic on Twitter. Patreon.com slash tickers if you want to uh, become a Patreon. Patreon. Patron. That's the word for it. If you want to become a patron. Nate's so good at these Patreon pitches. I don't even know why he has me do this at the end. But anyway, thank you all. Feel free to share your deck list with us. It makes our jobs that much easier. And I think that's it. I think we're
0: done. We're done.
1: Bye. See ya.